The Auburn Tigers pulled off the theft of, of this recruiting class so far, adding four-star defensive back Jalewis Solomon. This is a live edition of Locked on Auburn and just a pure, pure reaction episode as we were recording this uh, and going live minutes after Jalewis Solomon, the four-star defensive back, choosing Auburn over South Carolina. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked on Auburn your first listen every single day. And at this rate, second and third listen every single day with everything that's been happening so far the first five days of August. It's been absolutely crazy. Jalewis Solomon, I was not ready for this. I normally have thumbnails and graphics made beforehand, but the story about Jalewis Solomon, the four-star defensive back from Ellaville, Georgia, was everything pointed to South Carolina. And if you look through his feed, it's either South Carolina or Florida State. Auburn appeared to be out of it, is what I was told, is what people whose opinions I respect about recruiting was told. Andrew Lyon, the host of Locked On Gamecocks, is the best South Carolina podcast out there. I've been texting with him as I was setting up this live stream. I'm like, dude, what happened? Because we've been talking about Jalua Solomon for weeks, months even. And he's like, you guys must have done something at the last minute because he was supposed to commit like an hour ago and it pushed back a little bit. And there started to be some growing concerns in the South Carolina fan base. And this is why, because he chose Hugh Freeze, Zach Gethridge, and the Auburn Tigers over uh, Coach Beamer and the South Carolina Gamecocks. I mean, what in the world is going on? This is fun. This is really, really fun. I mean, I... <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm really, really speechless. But, you know, looking at on three in their prediction uh, machine, their recruiting prediction machine, South Carolina was 74.3% chance to get this kid. Obviously, that didn't happen. He is committed to Auburn as of just a few minutes ago. And this comes as a total shock. This comes as a total shock. People that cover Auburn recruiting very, very closely, uh, very shocked seeing a lot of message board posts, screenshots of message board posts throughout South Carolina's fan base. They're shook. They're very, very shocked. So, I mean, this is just an upset, an absolute upset win for the Auburn Tigers. I haven't watched a ton of film on Lewis Solomon. And it, what I did was before we were kind of told we were out of it. So it's been a minute since I've watched his tape, but I've already gotten a few texts from folks. Uh, it sounds like this coaching staff believes that Jalewis Solomon can play anywhere in the defensive backfield. Listen, at six foot, 185, with just a natural ability to play defensive back and a natural knack of what the offense is trying to do and blanketing wide receivers when he's asked to do just that. And so he could play corner. I think he could play safety or nickel. I think nickel is kind of what it looks like to me. When I look at everything that he's been able to do so far, but I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It is amazing. Um, gosh, phone's blowing up. I, I just, have we had a recruiting like upset win like this where nobody saw this coming? I feel like we've been on the wrong side of this, but have we been on the right side of this recently? Is this a sign of what's to come with Hugh Freeze? Cause it kind of feels like, it kind of feels like it is. I mean, the recruiting world is just shocked. So props to uh, Hugh Freeze and all of them for pulling this off. So as far as this position, 
He'll play somewhere in the defensive backfield. And Auburn's class right now is loaded with talented corners and safeties, and it just keeps getting deeper when you look at what Zach Etheridge and Coach Wesley McGriff are doing to help bolster this class. So Auburn currently, let me make sure this is updated now. It is. Auburn is 15th in the country. They are 7th in the SEC when you look at on three's recruiting rankings. And Jalewis Solomon is right behind Jamarian Burnett and ahead of Amon Lane when you look at the ranked players on Auburn's class so far. So very, very exciting stuff there, especially just when you look at their cornerbacks. They've got Jalen Crawford, who I think has a chance to be a five-star when it's all said and done. I mean, Jalen Crawford, I think, is really, really good. Jalewis Solomon, he's listed as an athlete on on threes rankings. I think he's a DB or a cornerback everywhere else. Amon Lane listed as a cornerback. Jaden Lewis as a cornerback. I mean, and then Kinsley Fauston as a safety. I mean, this defensive back group is great. And then obviously with KJ Bolden announcing later today, I do not think it'll be Auburn. We'll see. And maybe Auburn kind of got that vibe and they increased the pressure on Jalewis Solomon. That actually makes a ton of sense now that I say that out loud. Um, but questions, reactions, flood the live chat because we are booging. On this Saturday afternoon, we are doing one thing. We are booging. My mother's in the live chat talking crap to South Carolina people. Way to go, Mom. Um, Liz has a wide receiver on rivals. Got it. Got it. I, my understanding is this staff sees him as a defensive back that can play multiple positions. Let's try to keep this about Jalua Solomon, not KJ Bolden for as long as possible. If y'all don't mind, if y'all don't mind, let's, 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 let's revel in this win, this unexpected win before, uh, before we move on <laughs> to, to KJ Bolden. That's going to happen in a few hours. Um, locked on game. Cox is in the house. Andrew Lyon, thank you so much for stopping by, my friend. If you want to hop on, shoot me a text. I'd love, I'd love to get your opinion from the South Carolina perspective, if you're able to, Andrew. That'd be, uh, I think that'd be really, really fun. Yeah, just a lot of excitement. Just a lot of excitement. Anon saying natural. Zach, you said natural. Let's go. Yeah, is Jalua Solomon a natural defensive back? I think so. I think he could be. I absolutely think he could be. When you look at his tape, I mean, he could do anything which is what this staff has really gone after with these 2024 commits. I mean, a lot of these players can do multiple things in the defensive backfield, and a lot of these guys can play both sides of the ball at a high high level when you look at what they've been able to do. Man, I have not gotten... I'm getting more, res, more people reaching out about this than I did Perry Thompson. I guess because we felt the Perry Thompson thing coming, but boy... You got to think. You've got to think. Um, this is a sign of things to come when you look at Auburn football moving forward. And I think it's a little bit of a reality check because there's a lot of buzz right now about South Carolina and what Beamer is doing. And I like South Carolina's program. I like Coach Beamer. And I like the energy. I don't really like their current quarterback. I just think he's a little overrated. But all in all, I, I think their program is solid. And they're getting way more buzz and attention right now than what Hugh Freeze has done over the last six months. And that was a big thing I talked about with several folks a few weeks ago in Nashville at SEC Media Days. 
I think this is kind of a stamp of, you know what? No, like <laughs> Auburn is better than South Carolina. Auburn is farther along as a program than South Carolina is. And, and maybe this is kind of part of doing all of that. And I think uh, Trash Panda says it. This staff gives me hope we aren't out of any recruitment. Amen, brother. Amen. Because, I mean, South Carolina thought. South Carolina thought they had this kid. I thought South Carolina had this kid. And it sounds like most of the Auburn folks that cover recruiting very, very closely thought that South Carolina had this kid. What, what a switch. And I would love to know. I'd love to know who led the charge. Was it Zach Etheridge? Was it Coach McGriff? Was it Hugh Freeze? Or somebody else? I'd have a hard time believing it was anybody else other than that. But, um, I mean, shout out to Zach Etheridge. Shout out to uh, Zach Etheridge. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, I'd love for you to come on. If you, uh, if you Can I send you a link? Locked on Gamecocks? Oh, you just texted me. No, that's an old text. That's an old text. Let me know. I'm going to send you a link. Anyway, would love to have you on. I'm going to send it via Twitter. If you can come on, Andrew, would love to uh, would love to get kind of your thoughts on this kid because I know you've studied him closely because everybody thought that you would be covering him for the next several years. Um, I did too, my friend. I did too. Uh, Andrew, you should have the link now if you want to if you want to hop on. Love to chat with you. Um, all right. A lot of people speculating nil. Nil probably had something to do with it. Maybe. And maybe resources opened up because they don't feel like they're getting KJ Bolden. I don't know. I have no clue. This is all a shock to me. I was literally holding my child, watching Netflix, the new quarterback series. And my phone blew up with Jalewis in all caps. And I'm like, excuse me? And then somehow we got him. Um, cool. All right, so Auburn currently sitting now as the 15th class when you look in the country, when you look at on three, which is exciting, which is obviously exciting at 15 commits. And all of those 15 players, you can clearly see their path to playing time. And I also think it's interesting on on three's rankings to have Auburn as the highest class. Bryce Kane is not yet a four star. And so that's going to change. And so all of these numbers are going to get a little bit better just over the course of the season. And as rankings re-roll, which is obviously something that's going to be a positive thing as well. I'm trying to pull up average player ranking because I assume it went up after adding Jalewis Solomon because that's something none of us really expected. So Auburn's still 15th. Their average Average rating, we're still fourth. We're still fourth. It's still Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, and Auburn, which is great because the more kids you get in this class and you're still in top four in average player ranking, do that three or four years in a row, and you've got a shot. Austin asks, Zach, I'm curious, how do the LSUs in Tennessee's of the world jump four spots when they get a recruit and we only jump one spot is bias factored into this. Austin, all of the, it's all like a, a formula. It's all like this player is rated this. And so it does this to your class. It's not, there's no bias. 
I do think you'll see guys jump more in classes when they get commits earlier in the year. But now as these classes are bigger, um, because, I mean, look, around Auburn's class right now, if you do it, if you do it by score and Auburn's at 15, you know, the, the team in front of them is Oregon at 14 and they've got 20. I mean, most of these classes around Auburn's, they have significantly more. The only exception is Arkansas at 19 and they only have, they have 17, but usually all the schools around them have 19 or 20. And so it, it's just hard. I mean, it's all weighted different and it's weighted less now because there's more players of, involved in the, uh, in the class. Um, I think we're about to get Andrew Lyon on. Uh, Andrew, give me a thumbs up when you're ready to go, and I'll bring you on. Anybody? Uh, okay, so more folks talking about offensive line. Yes, offensive line is coming. DeAndre Carter is expected to commit sometime at some point in the future. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if that ever happens. Um, but it sounds like he's a he's close to committing. Auburn's still the favorite for him. We'll see if that happens moving forward. Andrew, are you ready to go? Are you good to go? Andrew Lyon, host of Locked On Gamecocks, hanging out with us. Andrew, first off, thank you for coming on because I imagine this was a shock to you just as much as it was to me. Yeah, Zach, it was. Um, heading into today's announcement for Lewis Solomon, South Carolina felt really confident on their end. Uh, all the industry experts seemed to be leaning towards South Carolina. Yeah. And a couple hours before he was supposed to make his decision, there started to be some rumblings out there that uh, Auburn was making a serious push late. Obviously, Hugh Freeze and the Tigers have been recruiting quite well recently. Um, and I know y'all are still in the game for some big-time prospects on your end. Then sure. it got to 4 o'clock when he was supposed to announce, and you know you might have thought maybe South Carolina still held on here. Then it got to 4.15. Then it got to 4.30. Then it so got he was to just 4.45. Late. His commitment never came when it was originally supposed to? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. He was supposed to commit at four, and then it got to about 4.45, and you start sitting there and going, maybe something happened here. And then, mm. you know, turns around and picks Auburn. So, obviously, uh, a big win for Auburn. You know, obviously, I'm, a, I'm the South Carolina host, for those of you who are watching, listening to this show. So, obviously, yeah. it hurts me, but right. I'm not going to sit here and be salty about it. Auburn got a good defensive back here. This is a kid that, especially in rush defense, I think is going to help you out a lot in the future. Yeah, yeah. Folks, go subscribe to Locked on Gamecocks. Andrew, one of the best in the biz for sure. So let's assume you were doing a show right now saying what South Carolina just got, assuming they were to land Jalua Solomon. What would you have said about this athlete? Physical, aggressive cornerback. He's not afraid of contact. This is a guy that is going to really help the Auburn Tigers defense set the edge in rush defense. He is someone that does a great job of outside contain. This is a kid that does a great job of sort of sifting through traffic with his eyes and seeing what else going on in the backfield. He does not really take himself out of position very easily or it doesn't happen very frequently. So I know that for Auburn, you know, pass rush might be y'all's biggest concern heading into this year. I'm not sure how yep. rush defense has been for the Tigers for the past couple of years. I haven't paid enough attention to it's that. All right. it's but yeah. for South Carolina, the biggest reason why they were going after Julius Solomon is because this is a kid that can go up and man press coverage against receivers. This is a kid that loves physicality. And so I think that that is quickly going to uh, really earn the trust in the hearts of fans and his teammates alike. So, uh, Julius Solomon, he's a flat-out football player. Some people think that's sort of a cliche saying, but honestly, it's one of the biggest compliments that you can give a football player. So, really big get for the Tigers here, no doubt about that. Andrew, you're getting a ton of love in the live chat. Many thanks for you coming on. So, 
Do you think he's an outside corner at the next level? Is that what South Carolina was recruiting him to be? Or do you think he's just a defensive back? You can do multiple things with him. You know, Zach, it's funny you asked that. He's got the size, in my opinion, to mainly play outside corner. But at the same time, because of how physical he is in the run game, this is somebody that I could see. Again, I don't know Auburn's defensive scheme as well as you do, obviously. But assuming that y'all do run. It's new. A lot of I mean. Do we know it? It's a new DC, <laughs> new head coach. I mean, we think we've got an idea, but yeah, I mean, it's a multiple type thing. I think they're going to do a lot of different things, Andrew. Yeah, I think that honestly, you could play Julius Solvin either at nickel corner or you could play him outside. I think that he can play both because of the length and the size that he has and also his willingness to go after ball carriers and just have a nose for the football in general. I think you could do a little bit of both for Auburn in that sense. He could also play some safety. This is a kid that played a little bit of offense for Schley County High School this past fall. So this is a kid that's also got good ball skills. He could be a ball hawk potentially for you back there. So needless to say, uh, Ron Roberts, I believe, is y'all's offensive coordinator. I think yep. he's going to be able to move him around a little bit at the start of his career, just sort of to find his niche, really. And then once he finds that for Auburn, then he'll take off from there. Do you think he is somebody who can play in the SEC year one, or does he need development, sit behind somebody for a year or two? I think that he could certainly work his way into the rotation. Uh, I know that y'all do like your secondary a lot, so I'm certainly not going to say that he might you know, supplant one of your guys. But if you maybe are a little bit concerned about your depth at corner right now, I absolutely think that Julius Solomon this next year, he could be a guy that could be someone that works himself into the two deep for the Tigers. Yeah, well, they're old. I mean, we, we like the DBs a lot right now, but we're going to lose pretty much all of them after this year. So maybe that was part of the pitch, Andrew. I don't know. I don't know. If you had to guess, what was the pitch? You said that you think Auburn came in late. What do you think the pitch? Do you think it was NIL? Do you think it was playing time? Do you think it was, dude, we really, really love you. Please come back to us. What, what do you think it was? Well, I certainly won't doubt that Auburn definitely had some factors uh, in their favor. I know that his older brother currently plays for Auburn, so I'm sure that the family factor got pushed a lot by Hugh Freeze and the Tigers. Who's his older staff. brother? Um, I want to say, uh, isn't it Sakevius Walker? Oh, are the, is that his brother? Yeah, older oh. brother. He's currently okay. on the, yeah, I know the last name's a little different, so I guess certain situation with him. But he is his older brother, sure. and he's got a younger brother named Zayden Walker, who's like one of the top, I think, linebackers or edge rushers in the country for 2025. Yeah. Another reason why it's a big pickup for y'all. But yeah. point being, I think family was a part of it. I will say I think NIL played a role in this. How um, does especially it not? Sure. Of, yeah, especially because of how close it was. But, you know, again, Hugh Freeze has got things going over in the Plains right now. Y'all are laying a lot of big-time prospects, so it's clear the kids are buying what Hugh Freeze is selling right now. And especially if he has a chance to play early for the Tigers, I could certainly see how that could have been a factor in this as well. People are hating because I didn't know who that was. I should have known that. I should have known his brother was Zakevius Walker. I'm sorry. I'm uh, so I sorry. apologize for that. I'm not trying to no, put you no, on I the spot there. But, I need to know. Yeah. I think that's great. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Andrew, yeah. how can people check out your show? I mean, you're going to obviously cover this from the other side of it when, when you put out your next edition of Locked on Gamecocks. To give us give us a preview. How can people support you? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you uh, letting me on, Zach, first of all. And uh, if you want to check out the show, Locked on Gamecocks, you can find us on YouTube or if you get your podcast daily, whether it's Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. You can find my personal Twitter account, not X account, at a lion underscore SC. That is L-Y-O-N for the last name. And uh, yeah, you can also find Locked On Gamecocks on Twitter as well at Locked On underscore capital S capital C. Awesome. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, Locked On Gamecocks is uh, definitely where you go to get your best 
Gamecocks coverage. I got to give some love to our folks at Active Wealth Management. They are supporting this live stream. You can uh, check out our buddy, Ford Stokes, who runs the thing. He's making people's retirement so much better than it would be without him. Head over to annuity360.net for a free copy of his book. Yes, it has America's favorite president ever, uh, Benjamin Franklin, on the cover of the book, but a lot of great information. And if you kind of buy what he's selling, then all of a sudden, you know, you're you're hooked up with Ford. And, um, you know, activewealth.com is how you can check out more information about all the services that he offers. But he does an outstanding job allowing people to keep their wealth and grow their wealth at the same time and make sure you're set up and ready to go for retirement. Once again, uh, check that out, annuity360.net for that free book. All right, let's respond. There's a lot of people uh, kind of getting in this live chat now with uh, with their thoughts. Um, a lot of people saying thanks to Andrew. Yeah, give him some love. That is not easy. I would not be happy to do that if I were in his shoes. Uh, if Auburn were to lose out on a, a very talented player at the last second, that would have been crazy. A lot of y'all want Daryl Daprich. He's in a movie. I actually gave him the news when I was setting up. But uh, yeah, I think he's out to eat with some family right now. So um Unless he's in the live chat asking for the link. If he is, I'll send it to him. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. The biggest thing here to me is I think this is a sign of things to come. I mean, remember when Freeze first got here and he flipped those seven guys over the course of those first few months that he was here and it totally changed the outlook of the 2023 class. And the three biggest commits or the three biggest freshmen on this team going into the season with the exception of Jeremiah Cobb, and these guys may be a bigger impact than Jeremiah Cobb as a freshman. I don't know. But Connor Lou, you'll flip them from Miami. Keldrick Falk, the lone five-star in the class, you flip them from Florida State. And then Kay and Lee, you flip them from Ohio State. This class is never out of it. And this class, clearly, clearly Hugh Freeze knows how to do a call right before. We heard this. We heard this with Walker White. You know, he didn't flip. It's a similar situation to Jalua Solomon, I guess, when it sounded like, you know, Walker White was really heavily considering other places. And then the night before he announced, sounds like they had a really solid conversation, Hugh Freeze and the staff and Walker White. And it's just, they're never going to give up battling for these kids. And we've never had that before at Auburn. We haven't. We haven't. Yes, I know Hugh Freeze hasn't coached the game, but the fact that he's been able to do this so far, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, Daryl saying he's not available, guys. I can't. I can't send him the link. <laughs> James says Dap is available. Zach, send him the link. That's funny. Um. All right. Stark is asking Zach. Our recruiting is crazy, but besides Reese Baker and DeAndre Carter, we really don't have any offensive line targets. Are you concerned? No, because I think you're going to have to remake the offensive line through the transfer portal for a few seasons. And what you're getting right now, you're not going to need till 2025 or 2026 anyway, because you've got enough pieces to step into place next year if you don't get these guys, because you're not going to start many offensive linemen as freshmen unless they're really, really special. Connor Lou is a good example of that, but you've got you brought in guys through the portal or older guys that are going to step in. But you know, after this season, you've got Connor Lou. You have Dylan Wade if he chooses not to go to the NFL. You have Jaden Muskrat. That's why you brought him in. 
Dylan Sinda, uh, the, the freshman transfer, the former four-star out of high school that went to Northwestern that transferred here like last week. It was very recent. Xavier Miller, the number one JUCO offensive tackle in the class last year. He just sounded like he's a little raw. He needed a little time. A year in the system will give you just that, and you've got your, your left tackle probably solidified. So um, then Garner Langlow is another guy that I think the staff is feeling more and more uh, positive about. And so you've got enough pieces to get you close for your 2024 offensive line. It's kind of after that where you've got to start to get concerned. And so that's when, you know, it doesn't sound like Reese Baker's really in it anymore. I've seen some conflicting reports on that. I know we didn't come to Big Cat. They said it was sick, but I think there's some other guys that they feel better about. And then DeAndre Carter is, is a guy that can come in and compete pretty early on. So I'm not concerned. No, I'm not concerned. Daryl is available. All right, Daryl, I'm going to email you the link. I'm going to email you the link, Daryl. I There's a lot of live chats coming in. I'm so sorry, Daryl. If I, I hope I didn't miss your window. But Daryl, it is in your email inbox if you want to come on. Um, chat's about to get mad. Don't turn on me. We're all on the same page here. We're all booging together about Jalua Solomon choosing Auburn over South Carolina. Um, I believe KJ Bolden is announcing at 6.30 Central Time. Chat, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's the time that it is. And just to answer somebody's question from earlier, I don't feel good about it just because it seems like everything's pointing to Georgia over the last 24 hours. But after what we just saw, after what we just saw with Jalua Solomon, who knows? Who knows? Because like we just said, I mean, they're not going to give up. They're not going to give up. Derek, 1 to 10, how big is this commit? I think it's, I mean, it's it's close to a 10. I'm not going to say 10 because 10 would be like KJ Bolden in a few hours, but I think it's probably a 7 or an 8 because, one, he's a great player. Jalewis Solomon is an outstanding player. Two, you keep getting talented Georgia kids. That's an aspect of this that's very, very important. And then the other angle of this is what we've already talked about, is the fact that they're not going to give up. They're not going to give up in their recruitment no matter what. And it's just kind of a sign of this is the new era of what Auburn football recruiting is. Daryl Daprich, the man everybody's asking for, joining us via his vehicle. Daryl, your instant reaction when you saw the news as you got out of the movie, I hope it was an enjoyable movie, <laughs> Uh, yeah. when you saw Jalewis Solomon picked Auburn and not South Carolina. Yeah, thanks for getting me in. I'm in between waiting for a table for dinner. I had a few minutes, so I wanted to jump in. I was very surprised. Uh, we got to we started seeing some things this morning that he could flip. Um, kind of reading the tea leaves if if that's not a good sign for Bolden or not. Obviously, with some of the things that we've heard with his leaning. Yeah. So getting Solomon to flip from South Carolina, what a great job by this staff to just refigure or, you know, re recalculate what they have to do, re-navigate, so to speak. Miami, North Carolina State, South Carolina, Michigan. Again, we go back and talk about that offer list, and that's why I think that that's really, really impressive. As far as Auburn's defensive back class now, I mean, it's pretty wild, the, the group of talent that they've got, Daryl. When you look at Jalen Crawford, who I think is a five-star talent, I think he's really, really good. Jalua Solomon now, Amon Lane, Jaden Lewis, 
and Kinsley Fauston. I mean, can you, and then obviously, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens later with, with KJ Bolden, but just an elite, an absolute elite defensive back class right now. It is. And I think that it's, it speaks volumes about what Auburn knows how good their defensive backfield is right now, and then what's going to happen in the future with a lot of those guys leaving, some going to the NFL, some graduating. I think it, it, it really shows Auburn's trying to backfill and replenish what I think is the strength of that team right now, and that's the defensive backfield. And you have to do that with safeties too, Zach, because I think we got really, really cornerback heavy, and now we're starting to see some safeties come as well. We need to get a couple of more in this class. You need safeties just as well as you need corners. You need those hybrids, those chasers that can go boundary to boundary. And I think, you know, give Zach Etheridge, defensive coordinator, Ron Roberts, and you freeze all kind of credit. They see what's coming down the, down the line. They know how this league has changed and is such an air dominant, air prevalent, get it, put it up in the air league. And you've got to have an elite secondary. And I think they're doing everything they can to get that. Tanner with a great point in the live chat saying Daryl kind of looks like Ken from Barbie. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. Mm, I wish all, all if, very if Ken was, if Ken was 65, maybe, um, and they would change it to Kenneth, not Ken in my old age. So yeah, I, Ken's dad. Yeah. I'm Ken's dad. That's about it. Ken Senior. But I'm here outside a steakhouse with you guys. So I don't know if Ken would do that. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. No, we appreciate it. We'll, we'll wrap up in just yeah. a second. Phil gives like two yeah. or three more minutes. As far as, sure. as far as impact, I mean, have you been able to watch him a ton? I kind of quit following it because I was told that Auburn was out of it, that everything pointed to South Carolina. And if it wasn't South Carolina, it would have been Florida state. I mean, this is just a shock. This is just an absolute shock, but from what you've seen from him as an athlete and the fact that he plays both sides of the ball, it appears people list him as an athlete, not just at a corner or a defensive back. I mean, that, that's got to be exciting. That's got to be an exciting part of, you know, this, the versatility of this class continues to expand. Great point. 6'1", 185. He reminds me of J.C. Hart, who just came into Auburn's class. Both sides yeah. of the ball. Where's Auburn going to play him? At corner or at receiver? I trust this coaching staff on talent evaluations more than I've trusted a coaching staff in a long time. They will put him where Auburn's greatest need is. And if it's receiver or the offensive side of the ball, that's where it'll be with jet sweeps and that kind of thing. But he's got that 6'1", 185, maybe put on another 5 or 10 pounds, yeah. lean corner body that everybody's after in the SEC. Trevon Reed just tweeted out a bunch of eyeballs. Do you think mm. that was about? Do you think it was about Jalua Solomon, or is it about something happening in about two hours? I tell you what, I have learned at this point now because I thought the Solomon ship had sailed, and I got to be yeah. careful saying that real fast. I don't, I don't put anything past this staff. I really don't. It's, it's not over to me, even after they commit. I, this staff continually surprises me, and I know this sounds so cheesy and and you know uh that, that basically they're never out of it i don't put anything mm -hmm. past them it sounds so cliche but i don't i thought solomon was was done and so the fact that they were able to go back and get him right from beat right underneath beamer's nose when it looked like all signs pointed to count i mean all the crystal balls and all the reputable sites 
had him going to South Carolina. People that are legit and have been very, very right in the past had him going to South Carolina. So what this staff has been able to do, I wouldn't put out. They're, they're never out of it. Nothing at this point now shocks me with them. All right, Daryl, I ask you this question in live chat. Please drop your predictions in the chat as well. What school? What school does he pick tonight? What school? Uh, I, I'm still I'm I'm saying Georgia, but the I'm Duluth saying Florida Solomon. State. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I say Florida State. I do. Yep. All right. Enjoy your steak, brother. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks, man. Man, great, great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you making time for me, brother. Of course, my friend. We'll stay on for just a few more minutes, guys, and then uh, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. And hey, hopefully, we're back on together in just uh, in just a few hours, right? That's the that's the goal here. Seeing a lot of people say Auburn, a lot of people say Georgia, a few people say FSU. So, uh, all right. It's a fun time, guys. This is fun. This is fun. We haven't really been able to do this before. This is fun. Just you're chilling on a Saturday afternoon with your family. That boom, permission to bug is granted by this recruiting staff. Incredible, incredible. Congratulations to all of you. Congratulations to all of you uh, to, to, for making it up to this point. All right, be sure to check out all of our written work as we cover this at auburndaily.com. Also, please click that subscribe button. We just hit 12,000 subscribers earlier this morning. Thank you to all of you. But uh, yeah, never um, never content. Always want to keep growing. And uh, please like this video. And uh, I mean, this is this is a big win, guys. And I hope we're all together in a few hours yet again, recapping KJ Bolton. But Jalewis Solomon commits to Auburn over South Carolina, FSU, and many, many others. What a day. You've been listening to Locked On Auburn.